Hey, hey, family. What's up? What's up? I'm excited to connect with you guys this week. This month has been amazing. I'm just going to give you a little tea about my world. All is good. Health is good. Business is good. Family is good. Life is good. Love month. Your girl is just manifesting all the good things. And I'm hoping and praying the same things for you. Let's also break it down on these heavy periods. So I have been getting so many messages in the DMs on TikTok, everywhere, even a couple emails. And they're like, LJ, LJ, help. I have heavy bleeding. So I want to just do a quick little episode because I was like, you know what? Rather than do an IG post and try to put all these gems in like 200 or 300 characters, which is impossible. I was like, let me just go ahead and bring it over to my podcast family so we can all get educated on this situation. So let's first talk about what is heavy bleeding, because many times we have normalized the pain, the cramping, the this and the that, and honey, let me just break it on down for you. Heavy bleeding is when you are passing blood clots larger than a quarter. Now, I'm not saying that all blood clots larger than a quarter are an issue, but what I am saying that that is definitely a healing opportunity. The biggest thing I want you to remember is with heavy bleeding, because a lot of us don't really know what that means, right? Our normal has always been skewed by PCOS, fibroids, endometriosis, estrogen dominance. So let's talk about what is heavy bleeding. First thing I will say is if you're using more than 16 regular tampons or pads in a cycle, that's heavy bleeding. If you're using more than eight super tampons in a cycle, that's heavy bleeding. If you're bleeding more than five days, definitely bleeding more than seven, you fall under the heavy bleeding category. Passing blood clots larger than a quarter, having to change your pads and your tampons every 45 minutes to an hour. This is also a big one. Bleeding outside of your cycle and having to arrange your world around the heavy bleeding. I'm talking about, I bleed on the first, I have to take off work the first and the second. You're waking up at night, changing your sanitary products, right? You're sleeping in the period underwear. You've got the tampon, you've got the towel, you've got all the things to protect you from the heavy bleeding and you're still having to wake up. You're changing your stuff all of the time. Another thing that we need to really sweep in with heavy bleeding bleeding is extreme tiredness, fatigue, shortness of breath. Possibly you have a diagnosis of anemia. You also realize that you are diagnosed with asthma. You're shorter on breath. You're having a hard time breathing. All of those things are heavy bleeding. I know, right? Like some of us are just like, oh, that's just how I feel when I'm on my period. And yes, I'm being sarcastic, but you shouldn't feel like you've been hit by a train when you're bleeding. You shouldn't have to burn through boxes and boxes of tampons and pads and menstrual cups, all of those things. That is not normal. So I really wanted to just lay that foundation because like I said, a lot of the times we've normalized these things because we're just like, this is the cross that we bear. Now let's talk about the different types of heavy bleeding because I think there's a really good distinction to be made here. Sometimes there's heavy bleeding because you have hormonal imbalances, right? There's extra prostaglandins, these hormone-like substances that are causing your uterus to contract. That's one type. Then we have secondary. I repeat secondary. That comes from diagnoses like fibroids, endometriosis, polyps, possibly a miscarriage. So you need to kind of sit down and take the time to figure out what's causing your heavy bleeding. Not just, oh, everyone in my family is a heavy bleeder. Oh, this is just how it goes. Are we skipping over a diagnosis? 
Are we normalizing things that really aren't normal? Are we putting up with signs and symptoms that are a bigger healing opportunity? Or are we managing a diagnosis and we're like, hey, this is my diagnosis. This is one of the symptoms, but I'm still searching for that root cause. I really need you to stop and think about that. A lot of the times when I was heavy bleeding, I just chalked it up to endometriosis. Now, the diagnosis of endometriosis can cause chronic bleeding, um, breakthrough bleeding, heavy periods, murder scene periods, whatever you want to call it. But the thing for me was I was also estrogen dominant. I'm going to throw in this caveat. Not everyone that has endometriosis is estrogen dominant. That is a misconception. <laughs> That's a misconception. But what I will say is for me, that estrogen dominance was the root cause of my heavy bleeding. It was not the diagnosis of endometriosis. I also have taken care of the estrogen dominance and I don't have heavy bleeding any longer. So you can still have the diagnosis of endometriosis, do some of the work to take care of the root causes and have those healing opportunities. Number one, you need to speak to your doctor. You need to speak to your OB-GYN, your PCP. You need to speak to any and everybody who will listen if you're dealing with heavy bleeding, especially if you're having breakthrough bleeding, especially if you're bleeding after menopause. And I am seeing a lot of this in my practice. Also, if you're having vaginal bleeding after menopause, there may be other signs tied into that, like fever, severe pelvic pain, foul smelling vaginal fluids, discharge. All of those things mean something. I know we get to where we're like, we just don't want to go. We just don't want to be bothered. We don't want to be, you know, having to deal with their crap. We already know they're just going to try to push a hysterectomy, especially if you're in menopause and you're having breakthrough bleeding. But I want you to remember that you still need to find the root cause. And I say it, say it, say it over and over and over again. Your diagnosis, I repeat, your diagnosis, whatever it may be, that is not the root cause. That is your body giving you a check engine light saying, hey, something ain't right. There's something going on. And so that is where you have to start looking at those healing opportunities. What I do with my patients, we start looking at the hormones, immune system, digestion, detoxification, energy production, oxidative stress, your nervous system, all of those things play a role. You can't be stuck in fight or flight and taking a ton of supplements and be in a toxic relationship and still wonder why you have heavy bleeding. You can't do whatever you want to do with your nutrition and then have heavy bleeding and only think about it the days you got to whip out the pads and the tampons. Your cycle is running 24 seven. So I'm just going to throw in this little freemium plug that I have. If you need more details and you're like, LJ, there's something going on with my period, tell me more. Go to my Instagram and DM me the word period. Don't put it in the comments. You can, but the best way to get the details is go to my Instagram account, holistic.endo.expert. Type in the word period, and we will send you a link to one of our freemiums that breaks down your cycle. I say it all the time. Your cycle is running 24-7, and we need to prioritize our health, our menstrual cycle, all month long, not just when we're in pain, not when we're just bleeding, not being always reactive. I want you to begin to be proactive. So I had to throw that in there because a lot of the times we just don't have the tools. And then when we're dealing with the signs and the symptoms, we just feel defeated. We feel discouraged. I will never forget. I say it all the time. I wish I could find them. I think they're somewhere in my storage in Denver, but I literally had a planner. What I work, plan my entire world 
around my period. Some of you are like, that's crazy. That's dumb. And others are like, I know exactly what you're talking about. And you know what I'm talking about. I would mark PMS week on my calendar. That meant I was going to be in pain. I could not travel. I could go to work, but maybe I wasn't going to be that 100% LJ energy. I had to take a bunch of random supplements because I didn't know what to take, right? I was doing the red raspberry leaf tea. I was doing all kinds of stuff, right? Just doing the best I could. Also buying a bunch of this crap from Amazon, which that's like a whole nother story of how you're not getting quality supplements on there, but we'll break that down in another podcast episode. So that was my world. Then when it was my week to bleed, heaven forbid it show up early or late because that would screw me over. But when I was bleeding, I could not go to work. Don't ask me to do a project. Definitely don't ask me to do a presentation. I can't travel. I can't walk. I can't talk. And oh, by the way, there were days I could not even take care of my own children. So many of you know what it's like to plan your life around your cycle. You need to talk to your doctor. You can always request blood work. You can do a pap smear. There's a biopsy. There's an ultrasound, but do not back down. I repeat, do not back down until you get answers. Causes for everyone may be different and there may be some overlap. Number one, estrogen dominance. Too much estrogen, particularly estradiol, in comparison to progesterone. I want to lean into the comparison to progesterone. A lot of the times you may have estrogen dominance and there's different types of it. You want to make sure that there's always balance. Number two, low progesterone. So it doesn't necessarily mean you have too much estrogen. It just means you don't have enough progesterone showing up to the table. Number three, stress. Chronic stress is huge. I repeat, huge. And what I will also say about stress is it's not just external stress. It's not just the boss that ticked you off, the person that made you upset in traffic, the partner that's pissing you off. It's also internal stressors. If you're managing endometriosis, PCOS, fibroids, womb wellness issues, MS, PMS, PMDD, all of the itises, arthritis, et cetera, colitis, you are managing an internal fire that is burning 24-7. That is an internal stressor. I repeat, stress is internal and external. And I hate to say it, but just because you do yoga and stretching and a couple of stretches or a little bit of fitness and movement does not mean that your stress is all gone. Here's another one that people don't think about. Number four, thyroid issues. That could be hypothyroid, which is a sluggish thyroid, hyperthyroid, which is a thyroid that's doing way too much. Your thyroid is part of your endocrine system. Dealing with a thyroid issue, dealing with PCOS, chronic stress, all of those things can be a factor, a healing opportunity when it comes to taking care of these heavy periods. Inflammation, huge, huge, huge. Inflammation can be the painful periods, the pain in your knee, the back pain that always hits you, but inflammation can also be brain fog right? With the brain fog, that is a leaky gut, aka leaky brain. That inflammation is just bouncing back and forth through that gut brain connection. Inflammation is huge because you also need to look at food intolerances. 
Are you drinking too much of the bubblies, right? Are you getting too much of that in? And your liver is not able to be your master detoxifier and clean up all the stress and the toxins. Number six, low iron. Now, low iron can be a cause and a result. Not to mention, just because you have low iron does not mean you're anemic. And then if you are anemic, we need to know what type of anemia. There are six different types of anemia. So all of these things can play a role. Remember, low iron can be a cause or an effect. Number seven, you can have adenomyosis, polyps, Uterine fibroids, like I said, another underlying condition where you have heavy bleeding. The other thing that I want to talk about is having an IUD and being on birth control. I know that's a big one. Number eight, I think. That is a big one that we overlook. We think that if we're taking the birth control, if we're taking the pain pills, if we're doing the contraceptives, that we're balancing everything out. Sometimes those synthetic hormones can be bringing too much estrogen and too much progestin, the fake progesterone, right? The synthetic progesterone, progestin to the table. So don't think that just because you're taking birth control, just because you got the IUD, just because you got the little thing in your um, arm, the next one on does not mean that you can rule that out as a cause. However, I don't want to just sit around and think about the chicken or the egg. Which one came first? Was it the painful periods and the cramping and the bleeding? Was it the IUD? We're not demonizing any of the causes, but you need to realize that you have to address these from a root cause perspective rather than just jumping on the train of how do I turn this period off? How do I make it all stop? What can I do just to get my life back? Your period is your fifth vital sign. It is telling you a ton about what's going on with your body. First thing I would do when it comes to managing heavy periods is look at your nutrition. What can you change in your nutrition to decrease your inflammation? Now, when I say decrease inflammation, notice I didn't say let's all jump on the anti-inflammatory diet. I have nothing against it besides the fact that I don't like the word diet and we should be focusing on nutrition. But please realize that what works for one person to decrease inflammation, it's not a blanket answer. If it was that easy, we would have airdropped it to everyone. You have to find out what your food triggers are and how you can decrease your inflammation in your body. Number two, let's replenish those iron levels. Now, replenishing your iron can be bringing in a supplement, but also another option, bringing in chicken, liver, veal, pork if that works for you and making sure that we're getting organic. We don't want to bring in the animal proteins and bring in a bunch of xenoestrogens because that's not going to help, especially if you're estrogen dominant. Replenishing those levels can be super important. Also keep in mind, if you just bring in a bunch of iron pills and all of a sudden your estrogen dominance gets worse or you get constipated, uh-uh. Look at that and make sure you are dealing with your anemia in the right way. Don't just sprinkle a bunch of iron pills on there and hope and pray to God that it's all going to work out. Number three, seed cycling. That is a big one. And that's why I mentioned the period freemium. Once again, go over to my Instagram account, DM me the word period. And I break this all down for you because seed cycling can be really helpful to boost your estrogen when needed, but also to boost your progesterone when needed. Those first two weeks of your cycle, day one through 14, depending on if you have a 28 or 38 day cycle. So I'll say day one to 14 or 15, you really want to boost that estrogen. And then day 14 or day 15 through 30, you really want to add those seeds to boost that progesterone. So this is the thing I've noticed. 
when we're having period pain, heavy bleeding and cramping, when we're leaning into number two here, the seed cycling, you want to be really sure that you're not just bringing in a bunch of topical progesterone. I don't know how many people I've talked to where they're just sprinkling it in, you're shoving it up the hoo-ha, you're rubbing it all over your body, you're doing all of these things. And sometimes bringing in that additional progesterone can really wreak havoc on your gut. If you start having a lot of bloating, a lot of weight gain, nothing against progesterone if that's what your doctor has recommended. But please remember that applying it topically can raise your levels to help balance out your estrogen, but it depends on what type of estrogen dominance you are dealing with. Now, let's talk about herbs that you can bring in. I love, love, love herbs and supplements and nutraceuticals, but you have to realize that some of these things are going to be more of a hormone modulator. Others are going to be an adaptogen, and then others are more of an astringent. Now, when it comes to astringents, I say astringents because those are the ones that are going to minimize your blood flow to the uterus. We're looking at yarrow, shepherd's purse, cypress tip, witch hazel leaf. These can be huge. Another one I like to use is hydrangea or hibiscus. Those can help really tone the uterus if that is one of the things that you're dealing with. So we've also got our hormone modulators. That's going to be your chaseberry, aka Vitex, also Don Kwai or ginger. Those are going to come in and kind of modulate how your body processes and metabolizes the hormones. We also love our adaptogens, especially when there's a lot of stress. If you're like LJ, I have the internal stressors and the external stressors. You're looking for rhodiola, schisandra, ashwagandha, skullcap, and passionflower. Those bringing it in as a tincture, a tea, a supplement, a powder, maybe it's something you toss in your smoothie. Those can be really helpful if you're managing heavy periods. Other thing I would say is if you're managing heavy periods, let's stop just throwing supplements at symptoms. I love these tips that I've given you, but for some, you've done all of those things. You're like, I need something deeper. This is when we want to go into the dried urine test because this is going to let us know where your hormones are at, how they're being processed in your body, whether or not they're being metabolized, if they're being pushed down the correct pathway, aka push down the pathway that's always growing excess proliferative tissue, fibroids, endometriosis, all of those types of things, or is it being pushed down the pathway where your body's able to clear it out? excess estrogen is being metabolized, dirty estrogen is being removed. That is the information that comes when you're doing the dried urine testing. I will put in the show notes the additional episode that you guys want to go back and listen to because that can be really, really impactful. I believe it's episode 13 or 14, but don't quote me. I'll put it in the show notes. So these are some things that you can do right now today if you're dealing with heavy periods. Listen to this multiple times because I think a lot of you are dealing with heavy periods. You've chalked it up to that's just how it is. I've had a couple kids. Oh, I'm in my 40s. That's just how it's going to be. Uh, 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 uh. Reel it on in, family. In closing, this is what I want to impart to you. Use these tips and tricks to empower yourself and advocate for yourself, but please do not avoid getting the medical care and the medical advice you need because you have a doctor that's always pushing surgeries or some type of pill or potion and lotion that you don't want to do. Find a doctor that will listen. Stop suffering in silence. Stop taking your whole world and revolving it around your heavy bleeding. Stop suffering with this anemia and just sneaking in some Amazon iron. Do what you need to do to get some wins, but also focus on the root cause. And as I talk about root cause, this is also something I want to mention to you. As you're looking for root cause, 
realize that it is okay to do it on your own. It is also okay to get some support. So if you are looking for support, you're like, LJ, tell me more about this hormone health restoration program. Give me all the tea. Tell me what I need to do. Here's the information. This is a 12-week program that is not only going to empower, educate, and motivate you in all areas. Hormone health restoration is not just hyper-focusing on your hormones and your symptoms. It is looking at your gut health, making lifestyle changes, giving you some of the information that's going to be a lifetime investment so that you have this credible information so that you can empower yourself, so that you can tighten up your foundation. That foundational pillar is going to train and empower you about all things hormones. You're going to have accountability help. You're going to have health trackers. You're going to be able to communicate with me almost on my bat phone as it's been called you're going to have access to me 24 5 that comes straight to me so that you can ask me questions get the support you need and really get that foundation now once we lay down that foundation honey we're going to tighten it up after that you're going to get those weekly calls 45 minutes of information poured into you once a week. You're going to get monthly check-ins with me, which are about an hour long, where we deep dive into what individually is going on with you. None of this cookie cutter. This is where we go deeper, deeper, and deeper to remove those root causes. I always say it. I'm going to say it again. Your diagnosis is not your root cause. This comes with functional testing, recommendations. We break down the functional testing because I love to empower you. So, please know that when we are doing the testing breakdown, it's not going to be a 10 minute wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It's going to take a good 45 minutes to an hour to really break down what's going on with your hormones, what's going on with your gut health, adding another brick, adding another layer to that foundational pillar. You've got that 24 five support from myself and my team, because we are partnering with you every single step of the way. None of that putting a message in the portal and hoping and praying to God that someone gets back to you in the next 21 days. We also have that community where you're connected with like, like-minded people, that female empowerment, that mindset, all of those things that make us who we are, all of those things that hold us accountable, that hold our feet to the fire so that we can have restoration, so that we can have health, so that we can have all of the things that we deserve, letting go of that mindset of, I have a chronic illness. This is the age where my hormones fall apart. This is just where everything goes to hell. I'm not buying it and I'm giving you the tools. So if I am talking to you and you're like, LJ, I got the toolkit out, honey. I am ready to put the tools in. I want you to click the link and the show notes and book that complimentary discovery call. And let's talk about what's going on with you and how this program can set you up for success for the rest of the year. It is in the middle of February. I'm going to drop this episode in the next couple of days. Happy Valentine's Day. If you're grabbing this before Valentine's, you should probably get it today or tomorrow. So happy Valentine's, but let's hop on that call because in March, we are kicking off that cohort and we are ready to help you get to the next level in your health. We are ready to help you get in the driver's seat and give you the tools so that you can live your best life. Happy 2024. I am still feeling this new year energy. Let's get it. Let's go, baby.